Hello, and welcome to the Resonance Test. I'm your host, Toby Bartorf. Where do great leaders come from? Can leadership be cultivated? This is an urgent question, and not just because of what the pandemic has done to the social nature of our work. Leadership is more complicated than ever, run through with more uncertainty than ever before, and smart organizations know that the difference between okay and great leaders has far-ranging impact. Great leaders are a force multiplier for engagement across the whole workforce. So if you set out to train better leaders, what should a training program suited to these times look like? For us practitioners of human-centered design, we would start by understanding what people want and need. For our guest today, that meant a more networked, experiential and active approach to learning, less top-down, more grounded, social and applied. Turns out a great program offers lots of different points of connection so that the system can be adjusted and so people can find the channel and connections that work for them, large group or small, in-person or digital. As you'll hear in this conversation, there is a craft to leadership and it can be cultivated. Today, we're speaking with Michael Gunn, a global IT leader at Vanguard. He's going to talk to us about the A-plus leadership program he's been leading. He'll be interviewed by Sandra Lachlan, our own head of client learning and talent enablement. Sandra knows the A-plus model firsthand and is an expert in building learning and development programs. I think you'll learn a lot about what it takes to set up and run a great program. Mike, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. I'm, I'm really excited to talk with you about the A-plus leadership program. Thanks, Sandra. It's great to be here. So let's get right into it. Um, I had the pleasure of experiencing um, the A-plus model, and, and I know kind of how amazing it is, and I'd love our audience to understand a little bit more about it. So can you tell us about the model? Like, how does it work? Sure, Sandra, and thanks again for for your support at the event on building expertise. It was very well received and very well rated. So just a little bit of background, actually. I Before I was asked to lead Vanguard's IT A-plus leadership program, I was actually in a, a role where we were building digital platforms. So took a lot of what I learned there just in terms of understanding product market fit and did a lot of listening to IT leaders. And what we heard from them was that they really loved experiential learning. So they love conferences and talking to peers and hearing those stories and tips and tricks of of how to lead in various situations. So we heard that. We also heard that they really enjoy just when we block time off for them because they're so busy that there's a lot of great content coming from HR, but left to their own devices, they probably won't actually consume any of that content. So they said, hey, block time off from our calendar. And then they asked us just to try to coordinate things a little bit better from a from an overall uh, timing and communication perspective. So that's what we heard from the from the IT leadership community here. What we did with the model was actually we anchored it to experiential learning. So we built a whole program around uh, Vanguard's IT leadership community, and we created different channels to reach that community. So I'll touch on a couple of the channels. One, we have this more of a broadcast type of event 
where we reach all leaders at the same time. It's usually via Teams, uh, Zoom, that sort of thing. But then we, we supplement that with a digital channel. So like a social media type platform where leaders can talk about what they heard in, in, the, in those broadcast sessions like Sandra participated in. But we didn't stop there. We actually have coffee chat kind of sessions, six to eight leaders, and we mix them up from all around the organization. So different departments, different subdivisions, different levels, different experiences, different roles, of course. And uh, so that's another channel that, that we reach IT leaders. And then, and then lastly, uh, really at the local kind of subdivision department level. So um, that's a little bit on the on the model. Look forward to, to talking uh, more about it. Yeah, that is uh, it's really comprehensive. That was the thing that that struck me so much about this approach that you've taken to developing leaders. It's it's something that I haven't seen before. This this real kind of um, comprehensive three sixty uh, kind of really whole organization approach. Kind of tell us a little bit more about. Um, you know, what what model did you use prior to this and, and what differences are you seeing now? Sure. So some of the some of what we did before was there there was a lot of top-down communication. So there's really good content that was prepared prepared and that was flowed down through the organization via various uh, various you know, leaders and, and champion roles we, we, we call them. And uh, what what we did uh, with this one that made it a little bit uh, unique and different is we, we said, hey, we're, we're working in new ways now, and uh, we don't want this to feel like a top-down type of approach. And so we wanted to feel like more of a networked type of approach. And so that's really where the, the ideas around the multiple channels or, or multiple dimensions uh, came from. And, and that's really had a great impact. We've got a lot of positive feedback from, from the leaders just in terms of the content that we delivered, the approach, um, and the way that those different channels have kind of reinforced each other. So they, they will hear about building expertise, continuous learning from someone like Sandra, but then having the follow-up discussion either digitally or in a small group where they actually start to amplify it a bit and connect with other leaders and hear about, well, how are you actually infusing learning into your, your day-to-day responsibility, uh, both personally as well as with your team? And then actually really start to apply that more broadly, whether it's within your department or, or, or your product family. So that's just a little bit in terms of what we used to do versus how we've kind of adapted a bit with this new approach. And this is a, it sounds like a big investment of time from, from busy leaders. You know, a lot of companies talk about leadership investment, but don't make the time. What made you decide to truly make A plus a priority for the organization? Well, there's several reasons. I'm guessing a lot of listeners have heard some version of the research that says that employees that leave companies typically don't leave companies, they leave a leader. And so we know that the biggest impact on a, we call them crew, um, everything at Vanguard has a nautical analogy, but there are employees. So much of their experience or crew experience is influenced by the leaders. So we know that for our employees to be engaged, they have to have phenomenal leaders, and that has a force multiplier impact on their their experience at, at Vanguard and, frankly, their their engagement level and their and their productivity. So, so part of it was just the 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 logic and the reality that for our workforce, our employees, the stronger our leaders are, the more 
positive impact they're going to have on this you know, 17, 18,000 uh, employee workforce. The second reason, though, is is that the uh, the reality, as we see, is that leading is a is a increasingly difficult challenge. It was uh, a uh, it's a hard role pre-COVID, and geez, now living through a global pandemic, with the level of uncertainty that we all face, both in our professional lives and personal lives, leadership is just more complicated and, and more important. And we just felt like it was really important to support our leaders, both in terms of professional development, but also just the just the um, the craft of leadership, and and that's that was underlying our thought around leadership community and really focusing on the community, so that we built this very very strong network of leaders who not only would share uh, best practices and tips and tricks of, on the craft of leadership, but could also be there to support each other through challenging times such as uh, the ones that we're going through right now. Yeah, I, I I totally get that. I was I'm just reading an article uh, this morning on d- how difficult it is for leaders right now at all levels. Everyone's burning out uh, because, as you said, leadership has always been hard, and it's just gotten exponentially more challenging. So, you know, on that topic, I'm really interested on on what are some of the things that you have focused on so far in the A plus leadership program. What what topics have have really resonated with your leaders? Sure. Well, the the first, we call them series, right? So there's a lot of business as usual activities that are incredibly important. So performance management, compensation, training and development of of our employees and the like. And so we are going to continue to use those channels to get that information out to our our leaders. But we have series which really focus on topics that are front and center uh, for leaders. And, And our first one was was one that we have a leadership standard, like a lot of organizations have, and a lot of the feedback that we heard from leaders during that Voice of Leader um, session I, I mentioned earlier was just that, hey, you know, we have a, a lot of really good information on the leadership standard, but it'd be great if A-plus leadership could help bring that to life. So we had a whole series that really resonated with our with our leaders around well, how do you actually cultivate difference? That's one of the key leadership competencies. How do you build expertise, which is the event that, that Sandra helped us out with? How do you uh, be candid, right? Have candid, uh, constructive conversations with with not only your employees, but your peers and and, and you know, your leadership team. So uh, that the bringing the leadership standard to life series had a real positive impact and that started to get the, the proverbial snowball rolling down the hill. And then, what we found was that actually through all those channels that I mentioned earlier, those channels in and of themselves became many feedback loops, right? Many voice of leader opportunities. And so we started to use those channels, those coffee chats, cadres, we call them, those local department discussion of leaders to really get a sense of what's what's challenging leaders. Not surprisingly, the two big things that we heard were um, burnout, wellness, Sandra, you mentioned that, as well as leading through uncertainty. So our, our, our current series that we're focusing on is all about leading through uncertainty. It's all about how do you navigate environment where there's a lot of complexity and there's a lot of uncertainty. And so we've received really, really positive feedback on this, this current series. And um, we're right in the middle of it. So we continue to evolve and iterate. But those are the two big things that, that I would say have, have really resonated and have been well received by leaders. I think it would be great to take one of those examples and and kind of walk our listeners through the whole A plus model. Like at the, at the top of the conversation, you had mentioned the different components 
of, of the approach that you're taking. Can you walk us through, like, what does that look like for the current series? Sure. Sure. So we use the channels I mentioned to get feedback. And then we have a, a, a construct that we call a plus core team. So for those of you who are familiar with product team constructs, think about that as almost a product team. And so I, I, I'm fortunate enough to lead that team, but we have representatives from across IT, different backgrounds, different skills, different perspectives. It's a very diverse and inclusive team. And what we did is we said, okay, let's look at that. Let's come up with a backlog of topics. And, and, and then we picked this, this leading through uncertainty um, uh, topic. And we said, okay, first things first, we wanna make sure that we have a event. We wanna have a Teams Live event that reaches all IT leaders at Vanguard. And so what we did there was just construct an event where it was about an hour's, uh, hour, hour uh, in length. And we identified leaders from all over the company. So it wasn't just IT leaders. We had folks from our human resources department, our investment management group, and other divisions just to come and, and share their perspectives on different topics. It's a facilitated conversation, much like a podcast, kind of a fireside chat. That is meant to really introduce the discussion, right? So it's kind of like to get everyone a baseline, to get everyone thinking about the, the conversation. So that's step one in the framework that we use. And we think that's important because we want everyone to be grounded in terms of what some of the challenges are, what some of the, the you know contemporary thinking and some really good uh, tips and best practices. And it, it really starts to get the mind going a little bit. The next step is we call it amplify and discuss, right? And this is where we use a mix of both digital and those cadres or coffee chats. And so I'll be candid with you. One of our lessons learned was that leaders, actually we had this hypothesis that they would engage more in a way of the social media type platform. It's an internal platform. And we thought, wow, it'd be great after these events to kind of seed some conversation and get this big digital uh, chat going. That's caught on, but, but not as much as, as we thought. What we found was that actually where leaders really like to dive deeper into the conversation and, and um, share more insights is in these six, seven, eight person IT leadership cadres. And so the idea there is we continue the conversation, right? You don't let the conversation die out, right? Because that's one of the things that we've we've seen is we would have great events, conferences and the like, and I'm guessing some listeners have been this 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 situation where you go to an awesome conference, you have a great meeting and you're all energized and you trade contact information and you make the very have the very best of attentions of keeping the conversation going but it kind of dies out right just like a fire at that at, at, you know next to a next to a lake on a, on a cold chilly night we said we don't want that to happen so we want to use this next step to amplify and continue the conversation and then the third step is we use these local department and subdivision leadership meetings where we take all that discussion and then that's all about practicing and applying it so how are we going to lead through uncertainty within this particular department, within this particular product team? And that's really important because, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of variability and nuance. Uh, things are incre increasingly decentralized, so the one size fits all approach will not work. So, anyway, that's a little bit of how we kind of step through the entire framework and how we've tried to answer the the call of our of our leaders to coordinate things better. I think that's the the part that really was exciting to me um, was the 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 focus on implementation. I, what I see so much with leadership programs, um, not just leadership, actually any education program within organizations, is the the orientation toward telling people things 
and then just kind of hoping that they'll figure out how to implement it and do it on their own. Um, and with the A plus model, the thing that, that got me really excited was the recognition that you all have that that implementation is the goal and it's not going to happen without dialogue and conversation and feedback. Is that something that you're hearing from your leaders as well? Yes, absolutely. So we've heard from that we do these NPS surveys and not just on the event, but the the overall A plus uh, program. And we've received very, very positive feedback from the IT leaders that they enjoy the it's it's the process. It's it's the it's not a it's not just one event. It's not just one conversation. It's this iteration on a topic, whether it's leading through uncertainty or, or a wellness topic, because that's the way the human brain seems to work, right? You know, knowledge seems to compound. And so, you know, a, a, a topic that is introduced, it may plant a seed. And and if it's not, you know, if you if you don't nurture that thought, if you don't continue to invest in it, then, then the fire, it may, it may burn out. So uh, we've heard very, very positive feedback where folks really enjoy the whole process of taking a, a like a, a seedling of an idea, some some different perspectives from different leaders, and then developing it, right? Talking about it, bouncing it off of each other, hearing how other leaders have thought about you know, leading through uncertainty. I'll give you an example. Actually, right now, we I, I was um, in an A-plus cadre meeting last Friday, actually, and we were talking about return office, right? So this is a topic that's near and dear to many organizations and many leaders right now, and how do you do that? And just to, get, to like give a specific example of how the knowledge compounds, we just talked about, hey, listen, this is a big transition and a change for our employees, and how do you prepare them for the change? This is a classic change management. And so you know, one, one person McCall talked about, it, was, it felt like the first day of school, and they had the butterflies of, of driving back to the office, even though they had been on at the same office for several years, and I worked for Vanguard for over 15 years, it, it, there's a level of nervousness, right, of, of, of changing your routine. And then just like first day of school, you kind of get back into the the routine after a couple of weeks, and, and it's it feels normal. And so then another leader piled on and said, well, actually, you know what, it's a great example. I actually think it's like going to high school, because, you know, what's happened is with Return to office, there are many folks that I've reconnected with. So for those of folks who went to you know, classmates in elementary school, but I'm meeting a whole set of new individuals, right, that I hadn't before. And that's the case, right? With the labor market the way it is right now, we've hired in Vanguard's growth, we've hired a tremendous number of leaders. So folks are not only reconnecting with folks, but they're making new connections. And so that really got a conversation going, well, how do you actually prepare you know, your broader teams for this psychologically, but then what do you do to actually facilitate that reconnection as a leader? So anyway, it's just an example of like a real specific topic that we got onto. And, and then the next step in the process is that those leaders are going to go back to their departments and their product teams, right? And then they're going to talk about it and have actual conversations about how to apply what they learned. And it started at, it started at an event that was one hour that could have died out. But I think uh, these, uh, these, channels and the way we coordinate them uh, helps to make sure that the, the conversation doesn't die out and that the knowledge actually compounds. I, I just, I mean, this is to me just a really exciting model that you have. And, I, and I'm certain that you've been tracking a ton of impact metrics on it. Just really curious to hear, um, you know, what are you, what are you seeing in terms of impact to the organization? 
both at the leadership level and at the employee level? Yeah, so all of the you know, Vanguard uh, investment management companies, so we have we have all kinds of data on 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 a lot of things, including our our crew or employee engagements. So we've definitely seen positive crew engagement scores. Uh, and specifically, we we kind of track a subindex. So there's a there's a few questions that talk about you, our crew's experience with their direct leader. So we've we've looked at that and um, positive trends over the last year uh, on on that particular metric. We also look at just the the feedback on the events themselves. So we pulse survey leaders who participate and very, very favorable scores on the events and net promoter score. Uh, we also look at things like dropout rates. So things like um, how do folks start to attend these events, but then they actually drop out. So all of those kind of things. But then you know, the ultimate impact is really um, you know, how do folks actually perform on, on, on the job and, and productivity? And so we've seen it all the way down to, to, to that, uh, you know, that measure as well. I'd say you can only measure so much for these sorts of things. You know, there's a real feel type aspect to this and, and the, the more qualitative aspects of just folks, uh, just unsolicited, just, uh, following up with our leadership team and the A plus team on the impact that the agenda has had on them. Uh, both from a support perspective, they know like, hey, listen, I know other leaders are out there and they're grappling with similar topics and issues. Uh, I really appreciate that. So we've got a lot of those types of messages and feedback as long as well as just really yeah, unsolicited positive feedback on specific speakers and, and and topics. So, you know, that virtual hallway kind of feedback as well is, is kind of uh, let us know that we're we're doing some good work and that we have things pointed in the right direction with this A-plus agenda. I, I bet there are a, a bunch of listeners now who are wondering how they can recreate something like this within their own organizations. Um, do you have any you know, tips or tricks, any advice or, or lessons learned that you could share um, with other executives who have similar goals? I do. I, I have a few thoughts just to, to share. The first one is just broad, but... It, I think it's uh, it's important. So part of the reason that that this approach has has caught on with Vanguard is is we are a very social, highly highly collaborative, highly networked company, right? And so I think the work that we did up front with the voice of leader uh, surveys and engagement helped to get the kind of input that we need we needed to um, put a, a, a an update offer uh, out there and then test and learn. So I think. Thinking like a product owner and thinking about product market fit and using those techniques around you know, an MVP, uh, testing and learning, getting data, getting feedback, iterating. I'll, I'll give you an example. The, I mentioned the one learning that we had around the digital channel and like, okay, well, we thought we we're going to have this awesome digital discussion and we've had some, but not as much as we thought. Well, that learning actually led us to the cadres and introducing that. So that was not part of the original uh agenda and an approach that we had. You know, the other thing that we learned is that we were actually, we put so much effort into these live events. And the first one that we did, I mean, it was, it was like a TV production. I mean, we had down to like handoff and the, the presenters have these teams backgrounds and it was very well produced and coordinated. Some of the feedback was it's a little bit too produced, a little bit too coordinated and just uh, much like the preparation for this podcast, which is, hey, just have a, have some 
prep, have some thoughts, but just have an actual conversation. So we learn that. So I'd say, you know, big, big lesson is just, um, like it seems very obvious, but your leaders are your market. And to get product market fit, I think it's really important just to, to talk to your leaders and get that insight. And then just make sure that you've got ways to, to measure and, and adapt. That's why I am a big fan of the, the, the construct that we have, which is a, a, is a core team that feels very much like a product team from other product teams that I've, um, you know, I've, I've led and participated in, in my quote unquote day job. The other thing I'd say is just a, uh, probably another obvious one that uh, we're fortunate in this regard, but we have really, really strong top-down support. So from our chief information officer, um, you know, John McConty, who's recently retired now in tandem, they've been major, major, major supporters of, of A+. And it's, it's, I feel very you know, fortunate that they asked me to, to lead A+. It's, it's a really important role. And so, you know, the, uh, the top-down messaging around the importance of leadership development of Nitin and John before Nitin participate in the events. Aaron Taylor is our A-plus sponsor. He leads our retail systems uh, subdivision. So all of the you know, applications that you see, the Vanguard website, uh, our mobile app, Aaron, Aaron's team supports them. So Aaron has a really, really big job. Aaron sponsors A-plus leadership. I work very closely with Aaron. So I'd also say, you know, the the executive sponsorship and messaging and participation is also another really important thing. Yeah, I can't underscore that enough. I think that's another piece of the magic that that I saw working with Vanguard is is really the the recognition that leadership is critical. Education is not going to just happen by itself. And that without leadership vision and support, you're not going to get very far. I I mean, I, I think, again, you've done an amazing job putting this A-plus leadership program together at Vanguard. I appreciate your insights. Um, congratulations. And and thank you so much for, for sharing it with us. No, thank you, Sandra. And thanks again for, for you participating in our event on building expertise. That was one of our highly rated events. And uh, it's been great getting to know you and uh, happy to happy to share some of what we've learned. EPAM Continuum integrates business, experience, and technology consulting focused on accelerating breakthrough ideas into meaningful impact. At EPAM Continuum, we're very deliberate about the term innovation. For us, it means turning ideas into stuff that's real. Because from our perspective, ideas aren't really innovative until they exist. Thanks for due to our guest, Michael Gunn, and our interviewer, Sandra Lachlan. Our producer is Ken Gordon, Kip Palalas is our sound engineer, and I'm your host, Toby Botwolf. Until the next great conversation, thank you. Thank you.